following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hello and welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Paul, and with me today I have... Sketch. And... DJ. And bringing up the rear as usual. It's Caboose Jr. Yeah. So, it's 8 o'clock. Diffa, (laughs) diffa, diffa, diffa. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon yeah. our dust. Uh, let's just put it this way: A, I was tired. B, Skype sucks. And Sketch had to take a dump. So there you go. I did not have to take a dump. <laughs> it was only a number one. Oh, okay. And it only took like two minutes. Damn, I. I don't think people want to hear that. <laughs> oh, did so I you were live? Oh, okay. Yes, we are live. And we so, are uh, alive. Yes. <laughs> let's uh, let's kick it off with a little bit of news. A little bit. And by of news. a little bit of news, I mean literally a little bit of news. Yes. <laughs> As it was uh, recently announced that they will be uh, doing a panel for Fully Cooly Two and Three, which are now Fully Cooly. Alternative and Fooly Cooly Progressive. Those titles sound uh, pretentious, <laughs> but it's what it is. Um, so Jason and Maki and Kari Walgren, they will be having that panel together to promote Fooly Cooly, which will be airing. At least one of them will be airing sometime this summer. And that's the news. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's more. Uh, they actually have the names for these. Uh... Did you did you not hear what I just said? Oh, no, I didn't hear what you said. I thought I heard what I, you said. I, I said the names. We'll say it again. Alternative and progressive. There you go. Okay. Just want to make sure. You just pulled an Arthur. <laughs> no. No, I just wanted to make sure that you said those names. That's all. Which, by the way, I don't understand. I, I, I still am kind of confused at why Akan is saying all this and not, I don't know, Jason or even more importantly, Production IG. Well, I mean, they're all kind of saying it together and announcing that panel at the same time. I think it just all came together at the last minute, probably. <laughs> what I mean by the last minute is like, yeah. So. Oh, last minute. I mean, everything uh, that Jason has been saying uh, about really, really pushing Fooly Cooly this year, they're, they're going to do merchandise. Obviously, there's going to be 
some uh, serious promotion going on. Are they going to so. be cat earring, so to speak? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that, but I yeah. Think, I, I think he said that they they worked that stuff out, so I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. So anyway, this panel will be taking place at a Chicago convention, C2E2, in April. Yeah, did a little research on that, too. It's the same company that runs uh, New York Comic Con, so I guess I guess that works. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, still, I'm kind of confused. I thought they would announce something first, but that's all right. It was their exclusive. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. So, so I'm, I'm not surprised that they're doing a panel for this because oh, no. they've been doing a panel for it. <laughs> they, they did one last year. Didn't they do one the year before, too? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> well, they did one for... They did yeah. one last yeah, they year. Did for... one. They did one last year, and they did yeah. one the year before. Huh? Because I was, I was at Anime Expo the year before, and CJ was at Anime Expo last year. So yeah, they they did one the past two years. Whew. It's I kinda... taken a while to get this to happen. <laughs> I just you know the the one thing that that really isn't irritating about having a website is like when they just all of a sudden these panels just pop up out of nowhere because you're like I hate you because now I have to figure out how to get somebody there because <laughs> obviously you want to be there when something is announced or something is shown so you know yeah yeah uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh I mean, they'll, they'll probably record the panel and use it for pre-flight that week. Yeah, I would be. I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, there again. I mean, if it is because the company behind New York Comic Con is called Read Pop. If they, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they have the capability of broadcasting it with no problem. But who knows? We'll see. We've we've had interesting issues over the years with the stream, so. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But hey, uh we we finally have a projected start for at least one of these fully coolie seasons, so that's yeah. cool. Interestingly, uh <laughs> might be able to air right around the time DBZ Kai wraps up and uh and Attack on Titan starts too. Yes. Yeah. With the uh, full <laughs> foregone conclusion that they definitely get Attack on Titan Season 3, which I don't think there should be any doubt that they will. Either do so, I, but there again, yeah. I mean, as we were kind of talking yeah. about off the show, Netflix, Netflix has their hands in a lot of things, so we'll see. They yeah. may just be like, no, you can't have this, or whatever. It, it may be the case that because they established a deal for the first season of Attack on Titan, that they have, like, first refusal mm. on that sort of thing. I mean, 
I, I think that because they went over to Japan and probably talked to them before Netflix even had a conversation, I'm sure they're safe. Same thing with um, hey. same thing with uh, I want to say Sword Art Online. I would think as well. Hopefully, Maybe. I mean, there's that. Um, there's two Sword Art Online series in the works. One's going to air in April. That yeah. is a spinoff. That's going to be interesting to see how. First of all, how long that's going to take to get dubbed, and second of all, uh, mm. if it will play on Tsunami, which I I don't think that that wouldn't play on Tsunami, but again. I could see it go either way. Yeah, I mean that one I could see go either way. The 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 main series, no, I think that one will play on Toonami. I, I can't see that not playing there. Again, if they have right to first refusal on that, then of course they'll play it. But if they don't, and maybe they didn't even expect there to be more sword art, who knows how that could go? Aniplex yeah. of all the companies seems to spread out their licenses a lot like they just added some dubs to crunchyroll they have some on uh, i90 they have some on hulu it they they seem to want to get their stuff out to as many things as possible and not limit them to one particular service which is a good thing in a way but also kind of annoying if you like some of their shows and you don't have whatever service they're on Oh, yeah, and the uh, dubs of Kill a Kill and SAO2 are finally on Hulu. Yeah. Which, which is, is nice, because they were kind of kind of in just nowhere after AdultSwim.com lost the rights yeah. a little while ago. They've just kind of been nowhere. Kind of sucks, too, because they just updated, updated their app, which is a good lead-in. Yes, yes they did, and now the app is available on Roku and Amazon Fire TV, which, if I could uh, get all of the things to work properly, I theoretically could watch my... Is it on Amazon? view of... Is what? Is it on Amazon? Yes, yes it is. Oh, I'll have to go it take is on a look Amazon at Fire. Too. Okay. But, uh... See, the way I watch Toonami is on my computer using the Adult Swim website so that I can watch the West Coast feed, even though I I have PlayStation View, but I can only get the, not the West Coast, the East Coast feed. So I yeah, can watch it in the West Coast way. feed, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I can watch the East Coast feed on the Adult Swim website, so that's what I do, because otherwise I'm not really participating with everybody else who's watching Toonami. <laughs> Sadly, sometimes I split the difference depending on uh, when I'm available to watch things. But You son of a bitch. <laughs> so if I could get all this stuff to work as it should, I theoretically could watch the East feed on the app on my Roku. But I have not been able to get that to work because of various bullshit. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Well, actually, if I remember correctly... And it could be because I, I, I'm pretty sure they did do this, but I think it actually the app was is because of PlayStation View, because of the money they got from PlayStation View. Um, I could be wrong. Um, hmm. But, I mean, I'm using Sling, and it's working. The, the, the Adult Swim app's working completely fine. So, 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it works with Celine, which because, is which is cool. Because you need you need to have a TV subscription and to have it to work, right? I believe. Yes. Okay. To to get the full unlocked features of the app, you need a TV subscription. Okay. But if you don't have that and you just want to watch some Toonami, you know, they have their free Toonami channel, which is usually marathoning something. Recently it was Black Clover. Yeah. Probably all the episodes of Black Clover that have aired on Toonami recently. And they also have the four weeks behind broadcast of the full Toonami block, which is cool if you don't have cable. Yeah. And and it's and I mean the the picture is wonderful. I mean I can't beautiful HD. Uh I like the menus. The menus are wonderful now. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was well past time that they had an app for Roku and other mm. over the top devices. So, if it is PlayStation View that that is the one that was that they cuz I believe that cuz when you look up at the, the left-hand corner it says uh, uh, in participation with PlayStation View or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very happy that they were able to to do that and make it happen because yeah, they desperately needed this. Me and Sketch were writing an article about this, which Sketch never helped me finish. But uh, <laughs> but yes, I mean this is exactly exactly what we were looking for. And I'm very, very, very happy that they did this. This is something that they needed, not just for Toonami, but for Adult Swim too, because, you know, it just makes it easier and it draws people to your channel. And I think that, especially if people miss the shows and they don't have the DVR feature on any of these services, they can just go to the whatever show, like Dragon Ball Super or whatever, and boom, all the episodes are right there. Um so it's it's pretty good and I'm I'm very happy that they did that. Um so mm. thumbs up to Adult Swim. Still unfortunately tied down to having a cable subscription, whereas if they could make it something that you could pay for standalone, that would be nice. I mean I'm Maybe sure that's that. coming. I, I'm sure that pretty much because all the channels do this, they pretty much wanted to have it so that anybody that has a subscription can do it and then maybe down the line if it's very popular which i'm assuming because a lot of people are saying that it's that they like it somewhere down the line they may they'll probably do like okay well if you don't have a cable service then this is how much it is a month and go from there i think a lot of people i think a lot of people untested that's how it works in canada right i think a lot of people would go for it honestly um a lot of people do a lot of people just want adult swim honestly people want adult swim exactly they do and that's the thing like it's you know if any channel should be paying you should be being able to have that feature it would probably be adult swim honestly um but you know and the, and the problem is is until these cable companies get their shit together and sketch you you're as old as me so you remember back in the day i hate to do this cause to make us sound old but <laughs> um, when we were kids, if you remember, like there were like, I, I think the only package that they had was just the local channels. And then uh-huh. there was like, there was like, a, I think a standard set of channels, but then cable would also let you, um, 
you could add, you could also add other channels for like a certain amount of money per month. So like for example, I know like for example, and you can um, still do that. Um, not really. Like I, I remember like Animal Planet used to be like one of those channels where like oh okay so if you want Animal Planet you have to it's like fifty cents more a month or whatever. <laughs> it was definitely more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. When, back then it was. I mean, it was like 50 cents or like a dollar per month. Yeah. It was really weird because I remember I remember thinking about it. And I'm like, there were a couple. I mean, there was a lot of channels that you could add on, so to speak. And they weren't in like a quote unquote package. So I, yeah. I kind of think that. Yeah. Go ahead. I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah. I so I kind of I, I kind of think that they should start doing that. Um, also, I, I think PlayStation View, PlayStation View has been doing this, but, um, let's see, PlayStation View has been doing this, but YouTube, uh, YouTube TV has us down. Um, they need to all get, they need to get local channels. And if I, and I'm going to tell you right now, if YouTube TV actually gets Turner channels, which they don't have. I guarantee you that's going to be the one that everybody goes to because, you know, you got older people that want their local channels, but then you want, you know, you want to have all those major Turner channels. And I think it's already got all the ABC channels as far as I know. Uh, you know what I mean by that? Like ESPN, Disney. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I honestly think that if, if these, you know, YouTube TV, if they're, if they're intelligent enough, will get some money and go get the, go get Turner as well. And just, you know, blast this out because honestly, like that's the service right now. That's going to be the superior one. And that that's, that's, you know, I'm surprised I'm even saying that I, I was very surprised that, that they had local channels. They're the only ones that actually have pulled. I think they have like a 75 to 80% of all the local channels in the United States right now that's that's really fucking good that's including i mean you're you're talking about all of the let's see um all the channels that have all the sports on it you know nfl um baseball everything so i mean yeah (laughs) these other places got to get their shit together so but getting back to what i was trying to say like adult swim should be definitely looking into doing what like CBS has done and try to at least do a charge because people do just want to watch adult swim. They don't want to watch anything else. So, you know, Mm -hmm. so, but yeah, so lots of good things happening so far. Um, I guess a lot of people are wondering if, I saw this a couple times on Twitter today uh, about people are wondering how far Toonami is going to stretch out. And it kind of leads into our topic, too, because and I think this is good to talk about starting off. Um, is how, like, is it? are we going to get 10 a.m.? Are we going to go further beyond 10 a.m.? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 10 whoa. p.m. Whoa. Or 10 a.m. You know, no, no, 10 p.m. 10 p.m., yeah. Yeah, you said 10 a.m. No, I said 10 p.m. the first time. Didn't no, I say 10 p.m.? Oh, no, whatever. you said 10 a.m. Whatever. 
I thought I said. And then I waited to see if you would correct yourself, and you didn't. (laughs) Whatever. What could be beyond 10 a.m.? Well, 10 p.m., 10 p.m., 9 30. 6 a.m. We have tsunami all day. All right, all right, all right, all right. So 10 p.m. Uh, some people have been thinking 9.30 for some odd reason. I don't know why. Uh, just kind of like if they got 10 p.m. before they got Fooly Cooly and then were like, eh, let's throw Fooly Cooly on at 9.30. But I don't think they will or should no. do that. I mean, there's there's enough there's enough shows leaving coming down the line here um, that I don't see them doing that at all. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense no. to me. Uh, well, I, just wanna, I just want it to be... On the hour, please. Just <laughs> yeah, exactly. On the hour. Yeah. Like we were at eleven. I was like, "Oh, this is nice. We're finally at 11. There's like ten thirty. Yeah. Okay. You better get ten. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't like it. Gets one annoying. Half hour. It gets really annoying. Lose ten thirty. Yeah. It's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> think they will. Ah. Uh. Who knows? It's, uh, it's a whole it's a whole new ball game right now. I mean, they don't even have two consecutive episodes of Family Guy directly in front of Tsunami anymore, which is interesting. What um, mem- so Tsunami back in the day when it was on Cartoon Network, I believe, didn't it used to was was it nine o'clock that it started when it was on Saturdays? Yeah. Uh, seven o'clock. Was it seven? Seven to like ten, I think. Seven to eleven. Oh, 11. 11. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're not yeah. getting a seven. Seven but... to eleven, <laughs> and then uh, then they lost seven p.m. and then they lost eight p.m. and then they were down to two hours and then they got canceled. Bye bye. But that's a story for another day. Yes, it I is. I mean, we've we've already we've yeah. already talked about that. A, a tsunami that starts at 8 p.m. on Adult Swim would be interesting. I don't think they should try to premiere anything at 8 p.m., but Dragon Ball Super did pretty well there. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't think I, anything else would. No, 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 no. Definitely not. But, um... But I don't know if they did something... I, I was talking to Sam, SZ Universe, about this, and... He suggested maybe they go back to doing like an encore of Super at eight, and then a new episode at eight thirty, and that's how they start Toonami. I I guess you could do that, <laughs> but you still have the dilemma that not all the shows on Toonami are actually okay to air in the nine p.m. hour, much less the eight p.m. hour. <laughs> so yeah. it's a bit of a problem. Plus, the competition on cable and network television is far more problematic before ten p.m. Yeah. So, before 10 p.m., kind of a dicey proposition. I would not recommend putting premieres before 10 p.m. Right. Maybe maybe they did something as uninspired as airing four encores whatever, from the week prior. Whatever you do, play your premieres before SNL comes on, so that way it doesn't conflict. Play them before SNL comes on. Right. Hmm. I mean, the old thing was to play them after SNL comes on. Well, I mean, if they're, I mean, they were also, we also weren't at 10 a.m. at that point, or 10 p.m. Again. Why do I keep saying a.m. again? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just want to. I just, maybe I just want Rising Sun back. What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um. 
Yeah. So I mean, I guess that get that kind of gets us into our topic, which uh, schedule if you want to talk about that. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so yeah, uh, tsunami's pretty. Tsunami's pretty long right now, and obviously they gotta fill their time slots. Yeah. Well, the thing about that is, in the past year or so. Tsunami's been fairly reliant on established franchises, currently popular brands. They, uh, it's a bit of a startling statistic to think that the last time they played something remotely obscure, much less to anime fandom, was Dimension W back in 2016 right. at the beginning of the year. Right. Uh, since then, other than stuff like Sand Whale and Scavengers, it's all pretty much been highly requested, very popular, fully established franchises that already have fans, which has its pros and its cons. Hmm. So, I wanted to get people's opinions on how they feel about Toonami relying so much on established brands, because you look at this past year, they brought in Lupin. Awesome. Lupin's an established brand. They brought in more Gundam. Again, an established brand. Obviously, there's plenty of Dragon Ball to go around. <laughs> Jojo yes. and Hunter Hunter, already popular with anime fandom. I could go on. Picked up Tokyo Ghoul when they dropped One Piece. Again, already established, already been popular recognizable nothing nothing feels out of the blue anymore right 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 so i got some interesting comments on that fact so i want to start by reading what people have submitted because there's a variety of responses so first and uh we we will uh get people's comments in the live chat but that will come a bit later. So um, hold on to your thoughts until then. Sketch, if you're reading them off of Facebook, just do their first name. And then, obviously, if it's off of Twitter, just whatever their at is. Right. So, this is a combination of responses from Facebook and Twitter. Uh, no emails, as far as I could tell. By the way, anybody listening live, hopefully everything sounds good. Skype is... Being stupid kinda, as usual. Kind of crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we might be switching, so. <laughs> might be. Finally. <laughs> uh, I do not like new Skype. There, there's a story, okay. but we'll talk about that later. Continue, Skype. So I don't want to take too much time reading all these because it's actually quite a few. So Arthur Mesa writes in. Oh, I'm sorry. I said his last name, but we all know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur says. I have no problem with it. It gives a new generation a chance to see the shows that we saw on the block back in the day. I think that's a fair point. Yep. Obviously not everybody who's watching Toonami now got the chance to see Outlaw Star, got the chance to see even Space Dandy from back in 2014. Much less, uh, there are even, believe it or not, people who have never seen Dragon Ball before. It's true. They're out there. Believe it or not. And Cowboy Bebop and Ghost in the Shell, of course. And Naruto Shippuden. 
So, yes, I think that that is a factor to be considered. Uh, like when they played Samurai Champloo out of uh, out of the blue for, uh, you know, how, how many years was that off TV? Like seven years off TV? Certainly people did watch it when it came back to Adult Swim to air on Toonami. So I, I don't think that was a failure of an experiment by any means. But when almost all of what you're doing is rehashing and that sort of thing, it, it, it can be kind of problematic. So Fireheart H writes in, I feel Cowboy Bebop and Ghost in the Shell might be the longest running reruns of all time thanks to Toonami and it's time for them to end once and for all. Well, this isn't exactly what I'm going for, but I, that opinion is noted. <laughs> At least they gave Bebop a bit of a break. <laughs> and it's back again. <laughs> but it's actually not too far from being done. The question is, will they play it again? <laughs> we shall see. I'm thinking no. Well, yeah. Luis Murillo wrote in, I think it's great, especially since Toonami is actually premiering or ex has the exclusive to the English dubs of these. Now, in the case of JoJo and Hunter x Hunter and Dragon Ball Super, that is true. And, you know, even Naruto Shippuden, since the dub of that is not actually on Hulu or anything, it's only available on DVD. And who buys DVDs anymore? <laughs> It's all about Blu-ray, baby. So I think that is also a fair point. Derek writes in, honestly, it just feels like they're there for balance and a security blanket for ratings. I would like just one show to be a good change of pace to split up the Shonen Overdose. I think that's a fair point as well. Yeah. Especially since they are saying that ratings are not as important as they used to be. Now, let's not overstate this. Ratings are still important. They still matter. There's still a limit. They're just far less important a metric than they used to be, the traditional ratings. And we're speaking specifically the traditional ratings. Things like DVR ratings certainly matter a great deal more now. And when you can see things like Dragon Ball Super had a 60% increase from its DVR ratings over a seven-day span. That's, that's amazing. If the rest of Toonami's doing something even similar to that, we're good. Don't even worry about those other numbers. Don East writes in, Stagnation of the brand. Painting it is nothing more than a nostalgia block instead of being more experimental like it was in 2015. I think that is also a fair point. There's definitely a sense of stagnation to be playing pretty much the same thing this year as they were playing for part of last year. That's kind of inevitable when Japan keeps putting out sequels to popular shows and Toonami keeps getting them. And it's probably going to continue since they'll probably play Attack on Titan Season 3. They might get Re-Tokyo Ghoul. They'll probably get Sword Art. More sequels. So even if you're not counting the long-running shows... You still got more of the same kind of thing. JP Reckless writes in, I think old shows with a strong fan base benefits from the block to a certain degree. 
They shouldn't heavily rely on them and continue to move forward with newer shows. It's the viewers that ultimately decides which shows get pushed, old or new. Ah, this is a very good point. Because the main reason why Tsunami gets the shows that they do is because they are heavily requested. Outlaw Star, heavily requested. Tokyo Ghoul, heavily requested. Stuff like Hunter Hunter and JoJo, they were tremendously requested before Toonami started airing them. And that's kind of where we're at fault. Because we're always pushing Toonami to get that big show that was popular at a point or is still popular. Like right now, all the requests are focused on My Hero Academia, even though Toonami keeps saying, we know you want My Hero Academia, we can't get it right now. Why not put that effort towards, I don't know, asking for more obscure shows? I mean, it's like fighting the Raging Tide, but if nobody ever does it, <laughs> then things aren't going to change. No, I agree with that, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's... I mean, I... Yeah, I, it's weird. I have... I have lots of opinions about this, so continue. <laughs> Chaos Magician 77 wrote in, I think Toonami was home to several franchises back in the day, such as DB, Naruto, DC Animated, Sailor Moon. Nowadays, we have a perfect mix of franchises, reboots, and new shows. I think it's, it's also a fair observation. I think that's what Toonami ultimately wants to do. Be that mix of old, new, fresh, and established. And I mm -hmm. think that's a good thing to work towards. I just honestly feel like they're a little too lopsided in the old and established at this particular time. SZ Universe, Sam, writes in, A name sells more. People are likely to see the name and then will tune in more than if it was an unestablished name. Unless that property is already big to begin with, i.e. people have known about it or heard of it. That is also a fair point. Obviously, Toonami gets shows that they think... Whenever Toonami gets a show, they realize that they're trying to put this in front of a million people. And not every show is going to work for a million people. So they really have to be somewhat selective about what they air, what's going to appeal to a broad audience. And how they determine that is more often than not what people tell them is popular, which, you know, it, it works to an extent. There's certainly cases where it absolutely works, but it's probably not working 100% of the time, not that anything does. Michael Brooks writes in, I think it's a great idea, especially if Toonami is able to grab at least an hour slot during the weekday around 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. I can imagine long runners doing well in that type of slot instead of once a week. And then they could save Saturdays for the newish series. Yeah, you know, if they actually could air on weekdays, playing those long series would be really great for weekdays. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a matter of cost, and it's not really practical to do so, so they don't. Even though they seem to be pushing earlier and earlier on Saturday, there's no no sign that they're actually going to play anything on weekdays. Not not even... Well, I mean, they played Samurai Jack 
in small doses. And they might do that with Pooly Cooly, but they never do it oh. with Space Dandy. And There's no signs yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll see how expensive those Fox shows get, and we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so... Okay, and uh, the last comment that I have here is from MMBCO. Toonami itself was brought back mostly from its now older fan base, and it balances relatively well with the newer content that's similar in genre and style. I can only hope that the team will remain creative enough to keep it on television for many years to come. Yeah. I We all know that Toonami came back mainly because people were nostalgic for it. Right. And the main reason why people were discontent with Toonami when it originally came back was because they couldn't play all of those old shows. They couldn't get the rights to them. And now that they have a bit more money in their coffers, they've been able to work towards that. And some people love that, and other people kind of are... Uh, shall we say uh, nostalgic for the 2012 Toonami. (laughs) (laughs) 2012 might not be right. More like 2013. Yeah, yeah. Or 2015 in particular. 2015. I gotta say, 2015 Toonami felt kind of off to me both because they suddenly made it shorter and also because there were certain shows that I was like oh man it's a shame that Toonami's not playing this show because it was like really I don't know it felt like some pieces were missing but at the same time they were airing shows that were one short finite and had a conclusion and there was a great deal more variety. There was more girl power, for lack of better ways of putting it, with mm. Kill a Kill and Michiko and Hachin airing back-to-back. And then you had the Sentai shows, which I don't know how many people actually requested Akami and Parasite. Maybe a lot did. I know I wanted Parasite on Toonami. I, I didn't even think of a comic a kill before they decided to air it. I don't know. I, I feel like in comparison to Hunter Hunter and JoJo, there, there was probably a lot less push for those shows and a lot less people had seen them. And that was to their benefit when they eventually did air on Toonami. About the only show in recent years that was definitely heavily requested and absolutely successful when it aired on Toonami is One Punch Man. Ah, yes. I mean, you could say Attack on Titan, but that was back in 2014. Yeah, and then they fucked it up. Before streaming was quite as big as it has become. Yes. I really honestly feel like it's good and important for Toonami to continue to use established brands to draw attention to the block overall, but it doesn't do a lot of good if you don't mix in 
some fresh elements, some unknowns, some diamonds in the rough, some shows that people right. just haven't heard of. And unfortunately, I think the reason why they don't do that is because not enough people ask for that. And though those that do ask for it, they don't ask in the right places. Mm. They don't go to the Tumblr or the Facebook and actually request these shows. They just bitch about how Toonami's boring on the internet. <laughs> right. It doesn't accomplish anything. No. I don't know. We need to like start a, a write-in campaign or something, but it, it's... What were you yeah, going to say, just... So, So what you're telling me is that they should re-air Casher Sins. <laughs> Absolutely. Lord, no. Holy hell, no. Oh my god, CJ's still here. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm yes. still in. I don't know what to say. This has been like... I shouldn't have even been on today. Uh, wait, no, I want your, I want your input. I want the no. rage. <laughs> the rage. The, the rage. Now, now let me stress this. Tsunami absolutely needs an anchor. At yes. least one anchor. Something before 2015, it was Bleach. Bleach was the anchor. Bleach always performed. Then they got Dragon Ball Z Kai because, quite frankly, nothing else out there was going to do the job. And... Here we are today, and now Dragon Ball Z Kai is coming to an end, and Dragon Ball Super has a death clock attached to it. So, <laughs> it certainly well, leaves the question, what are they going to do? Well, Dragon Ball Super has a death clock on it, for now. I highly doubt that's going to stay there, but yeah. Yeah, well, a lot can happen in two years. Yeah. By the time we get to the end of Super, the English dub of it at least... I feel like well, there's going to either be more episodes of Super, or they're just going to do another Dragon Ball Super or Dragon Ball series, so to speak. Which will take five more years <laughs> to then come overseas. Could be. <laughs> so, I think we're exaggerating how long it took for Super to come here. Yeah, it was only about seventy episodes. <laughs> so, Which, well, compared to old days, this is really quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take to make Super from after GT? Ooh, well, quite a while. Good oh, point. well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Almost 10 years. <laughs> exactly. Which, which, still which still, like, makes me sit there and go, how, how did it take so long when they've seen the popularity of Dragon Ball just pretty much stay the same throughout all these years? You know what I mean? So I wonder the same reason why Toei held Super as long as they did. Yeah, yeah. So l well, let me can only wonder. let me put my two cents in here, if I may. Mm -hmm. Um. So my only issue, my issue, first of all, and I've always had this issue, and I think it's something that we kind of have to talk about, is the fact that. In order for Toonami to expand into what it is, it has to have shows to fill those slots. And, you know, Sketch has kind of talked about this a couple times tonight already, that um, hopefully some of these shows just won't repeat. These older shows, like Cowboy Bebop and whatever. Um, I'm really hoping that's not going to happen, because if it does, it's 
that definitely will hurt the block in some places. But uh, I, I think what the problem here is, is does Tsunami, when they're going to, if they're expanding the block, do they continue to get long-running shows so that way they can uh, survive a little bit longer and not not survive so much longer. That, that's not what I was looking for. More so that way they can fill a slot for a long period of time and not have to worry about filling that slot. Um, and that's kind of where I've always been about long-running shows. It makes sense to have more long-running shows if the block is longer and if it makes financial sense for Toonami. Um, a point that Sketch hasn't brought up here on the podcast, but I've seen him bring up on Twitter a couple times, is the fact that Family Guy and all those Fox shows um, are sometimes more expensive than going out and getting one of these anime. Oh, they're always more expensive. So, I mean, it makes more sense for Toonami. Well, actually, let's take Toonami out of this equation. It makes more sense for Adult Swim to go get these shows, hence why they're expanding Toonami, because... You know, the question I have is, is it getting more expensive for them to get the Family Guy episodes? Is it, and I wish they would continue, I wish they would put new episodes of, a, of American Dad on Adult Swim, but I understand why. Um, is it expensive for them, even though TBS has it, and that's the same, they're in the Turner family? You know, is, is there an expense there? I don't know. Um, that's your question. I don't know, Sketch. You could answer that probably. For, for as far as I understand, they still only lease American Dad. They like they pay to get new episodes made, but it's still not their show. So it's so probably weird. a. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't. It, it can't be as expensive as Family Guy. I can't see that happening. Well, because they pay to produce the episodes i think it is more expensive than family guy in that sense but right but don't they isn't it kind of like they have that in the library so therefore they can play that whenever those episodes no really no they no they don't wow just as much as when uh comedy central brought futurama they don't own futurama and now it's not on their channel anymore so it's mind-boggling. I don't, I don't know. Family Guy is probably still more expensive. But yeah, and, I, the, and the expense of Family Guy and American Dad is shared, and and Bob's Burgers is shared between TBS and Adult Swim, which helps, but it's still very expensive. Right. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. Nobody's ever told me that, but it just seems like common sense to me. Right. And the reason why they rely so much on Family Guy is because it works. But in recent years, like most of cable, Family Guy's not doing nearly as well as it used to. And that could open some opportunity. Well, I mean, I I think it's also the fact that Family Guy is pretty much everywhere. I mean, I think... That too. In the next couple days, it's co- it's just now coming off of Netflix. So, um, I mean, it's on Hulu. It's on Fox. It's on Adult Swim. Uh, it's on TBS. So, I mean, it's everywhere. So, you're, you're getting your Family Guy fill one way or the other. Um, 
So I yeah, mean, you definitely don't need to get it on Saturday night, right? So I mean, I, I guess the question here is if Toonami is going to continue doing what they're doing, expanding. Uh, it, can it? I hope it doesn't expand anymore unless they have new shows. Um, well, like Jason said, they really can't expand more unless they get a lot more money. Right. So I mean, so the question starts asking: Should we tap into shows? that people have been asking for for years and years and years. Leads me to the, the, the show that some of you here don't like that I'm about to talk about, and that's should Fairy Tale finally make its appearance on Toonami. Um, honestly, I mean, if they're, if they're going to keep... And I know people don't like Shonen, I get it. Too many Shonen, that's another issue that should be brought up to. People don't like having so many Shonen on the same place, I get it. Um, should should Fairy Tale be brought in when Dragon Ball Z Kai goes? I mean, I I don't see why it shouldn't. It's old enough where it shouldn't be as expensive to put it on TV, and I'm sure Funimation and the people behind it in Japan would love to have it on TV. So, um, I could definitely see that showing up here soon. Um. Dragon Ball Z Kai is another issue that I think has been brought up a couple times on Twitter today and, you know, over the past several months. What's going to happen with that? Are they going to keep it in the same time slot and repeat it? Are they going to move it back into the block or are they just going to get rid of it? Um, I kind of feel like if they're going to keep it, in, let's just say they're going to expand to 10 a.m. eventually. 10 p.m. I keep Again. doing it. I don't know why I say a.m. P.m. God, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, so 10 p.m. <laughs> keep expanding it into 10 p.m. Let's say they're they're going to get the 10 p.m. slot. Um, they got to fill from 10 p.m. all the way through. What is it? 3:30 a.m. is the ne- is the next slot, and then it goes at four is is Adult Swim, right? So. Unless you're going to continue to play Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop, which people will raise their hand, will sit there and go, uh, can you please stop repeating it eventually? Um, honestly, they should keep Dragon Ball Z Kai and put it down at, towards the end. Um, I mean, if they're going to put it at 3 a.m., they could do an hour of it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, you could do that, too. I mean, People I, are going to watch. It's Dragon Ball. Everybody watches Dragon Ball. I can't see why it wouldn't do decent, at least. Um, it's so, definitely going to do better than the upteenth rerun of Cowboy Bebop. That's true. And, you know, and the other problem here is, is that all these streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, especially Netflix... Which, even though Netflix has their hands in a lot of anime, I kind of also feel like they're. And maybe, maybe I could be wrong about this, but it kind of feels like their partnership with, for example, with Production IG hasn't fully gone into effect, so to speak. Because yeah, I, I'm seeing more anime on Netflix, but I'm not seeing like, okay, these huge shows that they're talking about bringing to. Netflix from pro- from production IG or wherever, like it just seems like they're they're very slow to do that. Um, so, you know, and there again, there's you know that that's another opening there. You know, I I I truly feel like 
and I've always said this and I will continue to say this is Toonami's gold mine gold mine is to yeah, you could play you could play the old nostalgic shows. Yeah, you can get the brand new shiny show that's that's wonderful. But to get those shows like a Samurai Jack, like a Fully Cooley that is a production of Adult Swim and Toonami, original content is what I'm talking about here. Um, that's what's going to continue to can make this block the way it is. And, you know, it, it, Jason says there's plans through 2021. You know, if the ratings, if they're not really, they don't matter as much and... Adult Swim is doing what they are with it right now, knowing that. I can't see why Toonami wouldn't continue past that point. Now, Sketch brings up the point of an of like an anchor on the block. And, you know, we got two, two years before we even have to worry about that. Uh, and I feel like even if Dragon Ball isn't going to be an option or an option at that point, because... You know, also CJ brings up the point that it could take three or four years for even a new Dragon Ball series to show up finally over here. Um, it's there's going to be something that's going to come up. There's going to be another My Hero Academia, and what I mean by that is like a, a show that becomes so popular that people want to continue to see more and more and more of it. Um, that so doesn't mean Toonami will get it. No, but I, I I feel more confident in the fact that they go over to Japan. And obviously, yes, that's because of Fully Cooley and whatnot. But I'm, I feel more <laughs> confident that they have those connections now that we could see these shows show up on Toonami. And I, and I think what a perfect example of this is, is if you look at Black Clover, you know, we, we, we kind of go back and forth on the fact that, oh, well, somebody probably was like, Toonami, put this on TV. We want this on TV. Just do it. Put it on TV kind of thing. I, you know, this is this was named one of the biggest series to come out in the winter season for anime. And all of a sudden, you know, people are like, yeah, we, I would love to see Black Clover on Toonami. And guess what? It showed up on Toonami. You know, if Toonami can continue to do that, I think that they will also do well as well. Um, try to get out in front of Funimation <laughs> in, in the sense of before it ends up on there where they're like two or three episodes ahead on their streaming channel. But, you know, try to do what you can. Hopefully they'll get My Hero Academia too. I mean, I, you know, I, I can't see why. I, I understand that, you know, Funimation probably doesn't want to lose that because that's probably the biggest thing on their service right now that's being watched. I can definitely get that. Um, but I also can see the appeal of why the company behind it would want it on TV. Because here's the problem. Nickelodeon and Disney and all these other channels that at certain points were biting at anime aren't doing that very much anymore. Um, and they're, And if they do, they're very selective. You know, Pokemon, very selective. Uh, let's see. Uh, God, what is, I'm trying to think. Digimon was actually, they got the, the newer Digimon series. Nickelodeon did at one point. 
Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. No, Yu-Gi-Oh's on Hulu, I believe, right? I. Someone in the chat said that their Nicktoons is getting a new Yu-Gi-Oh. Are Could they be. really? Could be. <laughs> but you, I know you see what I'm saying. The dub is definitely going to be on Hulu. So. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's not really that much out there for anime to go to, especially if it's not something that they feel is big enough to end up on a Nickelodeon or a Disney or whatever. So, you know, I'm hopeful that Toonami can continue this and continue to do what they, they, they are doing, but I just hope that if they are going to expand the block that they are, that they need to look intelligently at these long running series. And by the way, for those one piece fans, um, yeah, that means an opportunity for you guys too. Think about it. I know Toonami said that they, you know, they tried One Piece and it's not doing well and whatnot and whatever. But if the ratings don't matter and they can get One Piece for cheap, maybe it might show back up. <laughs> if they can get One Piece for cheap. But that was the, Yeah, and I think that's the, I think that was the problem. I don't think it was that's some wishful thinking there. <laughs> but see that that's what I that's what I think it was. I, I think hey, it was, you never know. Toy might eventually grow a business sense. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, I can't even say that with a straight face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but seriously, I think that's what that's what happened with uh, the with One Piece. It was the cost. It wasn't it wasn't the you know just that people weren't watching it as, as they should. The English dub. Um, I mean, it's never just one. No, yeah. it's never one Small thing. Place. But I think I think ultimately in the end, when when they saw how much it was going to cost them to play that, they probably went, "It's not worth it at this point." So you know, I I feel like I don't want Toonami to just let me just end it by saying this: I I don't want Toonami to end up being just long running shows. But I want Toonami if they're going to have older shows playing on the block to have something established like a Dragon Ball Z Kai in the back or something like that, that will um, not just hold up the block, so to speak, but also, you know, make sense. And then, you know, yes, throw some old shows in there. Uh, I have one in particular I hope shows up. But, um, and, you know, throw in the new shows and continue doing what you're doing. Um, just, and you know what, hey, now that that Kai is going to be gone, try Fairy Tail. See what happens. Who knows? That may end up becoming your anchor. <laughs> as sad as that sounds, it may become your anchor. You know, you never know. Hell, I would even I would even argue that they should. And again, if this if it's cheap enough and they can do it, I think this would be a, a good idea. People have people. I still see people today even say, "Why don't we rerun the whole thing of Bleach?" I'm down for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, why not? I, if it's cheap and Viz is like, hey, go right ahead. You know, why not? I mean, Viz is very, very active and more active than you actually think about trying to get shows on Toonami. And, and I don't there is that go ahead. HD version now. Yes. So, <clears throat> I mean, huh. why not? I mean, I'm not saying that every... Look, I, I don't want a whole Shonen Toonami, so to speak. But if you're going to expand your block and you're going to and you need shows, instead of playing it's Shonen Jump, <laughs> Shonen Jump, <laughs> instead of you know instead of just rerunning Cowboy Bebop five more times, just get 
get something that you've played on the block already that's a long-running show, and then you don't got to worry about it for a couple years. There you go. That's that's yeah. just my point. Sure, if they could, if they could pull that off. I mean, people still ask for Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, and, and that would be that would be a good idea too. If, I mean, let's put it this way: I've seen so many times Funimation put Yu Yu Hakusho on for free. Like I think they put it on YouTube at one point for free. I was like. I was like sitting there going, "Get the first season of Yu Yu Hakusho on Amazon Video right now for free." Right, so it's like, okay, so if that's the case, then it can't be that expensive. So why not go get that and put it on there? People at at one point, people really wanted that too. If you remember, sketch, there were there were I do a shitload of people that wanted that show back on the block in the early. I days. still see people requesting that show in like whenever Toonami announces another schedule update. They're like, "Hey, yeah. come on, bring back Yu Yu Hakusho." Exactly. I think that would be that would definitely be something that they should look into. Definitely. Um, but yeah, or I mean, it, uh, be two years worth of material and then yeah. some. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see what Toonami has up their sleeves. I'm kind of very, in, I'm very interested to see what show that they're trying to bring onto the block next because. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I don't want to count the chickens before they're hatched, but with all this information coming out about ReZero getting a release in the UK and there's still no nothing said about it in the US, even though there is a dub that has been made and probably was made in the u.s i'm, I'm holding out a little hope that that is coming and re-zero is a fantastic show it's a suspense thriller it's got plenty of action it's got interesting characters it's you know it's nicely animated speaking and speaking it's of never been shown dubbed anywhere before and definitely something to consider speaking about a, a a dub uh you know if you guys haven't heard the interview that i did with uh brian drummond the the original voice of vegeta um i i just wonder where this ocean dub is supposed to go of kai <laughs> well apparently it hasn't aired on canadian television and it, and it hasn't aired on uh ridiculous because that was pretty much what it was made for well, and, and as far as I know, if Kai if Kai played over in Toonami Asia, which st- is another reason why I sit here and I just shake my head like I, I just really don't fucking understand. Uh, if I'm correct, the Kai version that played over in Toonami Asia is the Funimation version. I could be wrong. Yes. And so then you go and you have Bang Zoom dub your Toonami, your uh, Dragon Ball Super. I just sit there and I, and, I, and I still, I sit there and I go, I don't understand this. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Like, I'm sitting here going, it would make more sense after hearing those voice actors and actresses to just have used the Funimation dub. But, okay. You, you know, considering the, uh, the Bang Zoom dub seems to have stopped production, maybe Toonami Asia will start airing the Funimation dub and continue from there. I oh, they, know. Eh. Speaking of international tsunamis, Tsunami France is playing My Hero Academia. Uh, in French. Yeah. 
Yeah, even more of a reason. Even more of a reason why we should be playing it. But I, you know, I digress. It kind of makes me think, and this is something that I definitely thought about Dragon Ball Super for a while, that the producers of that show don't want it on Adult Swim. Because it's, you know, it's intended for young viewers. It's, that's who it is made for. Well, I mean, you could make that argument for Dragon Ball Super as well. Yeah, only because Toei eventually caved... And not without some reservations. Well, and, and and I think honestly, like My Hero Academia would have been a show that I, I am quite frankly surprised that Disney or Nickelodeon didn't go after. Um, well, they didn't because it'd be too much to air on their network. <laughs> it's, yeah, but you would you would agree though, sketch like that would be a, that would be the perfect place to put it is one of those places. Oh yeah, or even absolutely. or or even. Dare I say it? Shock and awe. Put it on Cartoon Network. Oh my God. Um, yeah, Cartoon Network cared about anime. I Dragon Ball Super and Boruto and My Hero Academia airing all together would. Yeah, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention that. Yeah, Boruto. That one. That one could be a possibility when when Kai goes. I keep trying to say that too. You know. Well, so, you know that Tsunami and Viz definitely do business. So. Yeah, they've been they've they have a really good relationship these days. Like I, I cannot stress to you guys after talking with them at New York at New York Comic Con, like they have a very, very good relationship with Tsunami. Like literally they literally like will throw something in Tsunami's face, like here, this show, take it. And they're like, Alright, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> so um, kind of, which uh, makes me hope that they never, ever, ever ask Toonami to play Terraform Mars. <laughs> Such a bad show. Such a bad show. So I shouldn't get that for us to review? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get it for a review, but I ain't reviewing it. <laughs> okay. That answers my question. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> Send that to somebody else because CJ, I, I don't. I don't like to review I things that I'll I do already I don't, don't like. <laughs> CJ, I, I feel like I feel like you good. You should have a little bit of a say here before we. Uh... Well, we're talking about freaking DBZ Ocean Dub Kai. Like, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We, I know. We uh, wandered. We wandered Very a little far. bit. Like, it's been this whole show until Paul went to a little bit of his thing, and then it just kind of went on to just adding more Shonen to the block. I don't get, like, ugh, I, I can't. No, go ahead. We're as confused as the rest of Tsunami's fan base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. But it's just, like, back to the original question, which was, Sketch, do you mind reminding everyone, just in case? The original question is, uh, how do you feel about Tsunami's reliance or perhaps over-reliance on established brands in recent years where it doesn't feel like uh, many shall, shall we say uh, diamonds in the rough ever ever air it's, it's all about the hottest, most popular best remembered slash nostalgic shows yes and the short answer is, it does suck. It does. Because Toonami was, I 
I would think fine before they started doing this. You know, when you guys mention how much nostalgia there is for like 2014 and 2013, which is just like, okay, if if you liked the tsunami during that time, then why are we worried about ratings like back when Dimension W was on, when Iron Blooded Orphans season one was on, and like all these other things were on? It's just. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand why. Oh, Toonami was so great back then, but you're worried about the viewing numbers when they were higher in times when it wasn't as great. I, I don't understand the correlation of that. So interesting with with that aspect. And it, it, it I think I don't look at it as like they specifically needed things like Dragon Ball Super or Kai or any of those kind of things. It's just nice to have because it's that name brand. And it's not as if Toonami was doing it because they were worried about anything. Clearly they weren't, considering all the things that they've done, adding broadcast dubs, uh, immersion events, uh, miniseries that they're producing, creating Samurai Jack, all that stuff. They were clearly okay with what was going on even before those things came in. And I think they had somewhat of an idea of what they were going to do even before Dragon Ball and all that came in. The problem is, is that now that we've had Dragon Ball on for as long as we have, People have become reliant on that. And what I mean is that I've, I know a ton of people who don't watch anime, who have seen Dragon Ball so many times, but you want to know what they're excited to see every week. Uh, I'll let you guys guess. It's okay. Does it start with D and end with Dragon Ball? <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, Toonami now has become dependent on that and not to the point where it needs to be on, you know, life support or anything like that. At least I don't think so to the to quite the extent yet, but they now need these types of shows because that's what people want to watch in the sense of oh, it's the, like people are lazy. We're just going to see what's on and because DBZ and all that other stuff is a name brand, they're going to go into that. So, when you get rid of it, like, completely. Like, once Kai and Super are both off the block, I'm generally worried how things are going to go. Because as much as we love these niche picks that we think, that we think are going to be the greatest thing ever, and I'm in that included when it comes to My Hero Academia, I freaking love, that is my favorite show right now. And it might be my favorite show soon to be of all time. But you want to know something? That doesn't gain the, the type of attention that any Dragon Ball series, I guarantee you, Dragon Ball GT would get more traditional viewers than My Hero Academia. I, I just guarantee you, it's just the name. And it sucks. I don't like it, but I just, I've come to accept that. And I deal with it. As soon as these big names are gone, everyone's like, oh, well, we still have, you know, like Hunter Hunter, or we still have JoJo. Those shows aren't doing anything. Absolutely anything. Like, you move up these shows up in the block, they would be doing just as much as Black Clover or worse. It's not going to change with that. So as much as we want to throw these niche shows in Diamonds in the Rough, ultimately I don't think they're going to do anything that thread, that like changes the trend or threads the needle. Toonami's catering to nostalgia fans. Toonami's catering to people my age, to people Sketch's age, to people Paul's age. You know what, what we liked during that time and what's still doing well at that time? Shows like Yu Yu Show because that... Oh, every freaking article I write and I see, when are you putting Yu Yu Hakusho? Like, every Twitter post, it's the same thing. G Gundam, Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball, like, all this stuff. So clearly, the fan base doesn't even want these niche shows that's like, oh, we, we need to get rid of these things. We, like, 
I'm I'm almost scared to half to death thinking of what would happen if all of a sudden they're just like, eh, we're just going to cut these off. It's not going to be like as if Toonami's going to like. I, I just I, I don't quite understand where we think Toonami is going to do great with all these like shows that no one knows about that just gives the block a new feel. But if no one knows what they are, they're probably not going to watch it. You know, you know the people who do watch those kind of niche shows do? They stream it. They go to Crunchyroll. They go to Funimation now. They go to Hulu, Netflix, all these other things. They're not going to television. You want to know what I've learned from television viewing habits, at least for where I work too? People like crap. And people like things that are just easy to watch. Why, like, channel, USA Today, or not USA Today, U, the channel USA. You want to know what they play all the time? They play, like, Law & Order SVU, NCIS. Shows that have, like, been on for years, and you're like, well, why is this still on? Why can't they, like, just always have their original programming all the time? Oh, because viewing habits are the fact that these those are name-brand shows and that people continually watch them. That's why they've been on television for so long. It's the same thing with Dragon Ball. As soon as that goes away, interest of Toonami is going to diminish a lot. And I'm not saying to the point where all of a sudden Toonami's like, oh, oh no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Maybe another Dragon Ball series comes out where they can, you know, put that out there and be like, Toei, you saw how successful this was. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, or maybe Boruto, because I do believe that Naruto has that type of power. Hopefully, Bleach's final arc gets an anime adaptation because that would do gangbusters here. But you want to know what I'm mentioning? You want to know what I'm mentioning? Those are older shows. It's not these niche shows of like, oh, why don't we throw in this, you know, manga series that hasn't been adapted, like The Promised Neverland. I'm sure that's going to be a great show. The manga is fantastic. But I highly doubt it would even gain half of the attention that anything close to something like a Bleach, like a Naruto, like a Dragon Ball. It's it's just the way it works, and it sucks. But it's just the way it. Like where I where I work, listen to this. Where I work, we had to find programming because we're not affiliated with NBC anymore. And you want to know what's been doing gangbusters for us? Family Feud. Family Feud has been beating network programming because it's just an easy thing to watch, and it's just the way it works. So as much as we want to like, let's throw in this show, let's throw in that show. I think it'll do well. I do it. I do it all the time. I like to think these things are going to do well. But all in all, it's just going to go to Dragon Ball. And it's going to be the point where people are like, oh, Dragon Ball's on? Well, why the heck was I watching this anyway? Because they just leave anyway. And, it's, and it sucks. I mean, I've talked about it countless times. The amount of attention that people gave Toonami because of Dragon Ball and because of Samurai Jack, both nostalgic shows, both, both good in their own right, they're not saying that about Hunter x Hunter. You're not seeing Big mm -hmm. Sean talk about Hunter Hunter. You're not seeing, you know, athletes talk as much about, you know, Gundam, Minor Blooded Orphans. They're talking about Dragon Ball. They're talking <laughs> about Naruto. They're talking about Bleach. They're That's talking true. about things that have just been able to grasp casual audiences here's attention. Again, Toonami's not just for anime fans. It's not. Because as, as much as we like to think that, that market is stagnated. It's right. it's over at Hulu, it's over at Netflix, it's over at all these other places, including Toonami, including Disney uh, DXD. It's just, we're on the point where it's just going to be where it is. And sadly, the like I, Dragon Ball, it's just it's something we have to have. 
all these other shows great in their own right, it's just it just it's not it's not going to go the way that we want. And for those who mm-hmm. can't wait for Dragon Ball to leave, oh, I <laughs> hope you're right. I hope you're right. So as soon as, as, soon as I see things start going the way that you, the same people who are upset that Dragon Ball's on there, are the same ones that are like, why aren't the ratings higher after Dragon Ball? Oh, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Because I highly doubt that. To, to, so to sum up your arguments, yes, they've become overly, overly reliant, and you also think that there may be no turning back at this point. That's, yeah, that's fair. Pretty much. They, uh, yeah. And it's not because yeah, it's what I think. think. It's that. what the audience speaks for. What have that's they been true. requesting? They're Absolutely requesting true. the same older shows. It's true. You're right. You look well, at those it's... comments, you don't see people mm-hmm. requesting new or obscure shows. They're requesting Yu Yu Hakusho. They right. were requesting Outlaw Star. They still request Dragon Ball Z, even though it's already on the dang block. <laughs> Well, and, and, you what? know, here I, I guess here here's another point too. If you were to take Naruto Shippuden, and we already know this because we've seen it do it. Let's say when Kai leaves, they decide to put Shippuden up there. I'm, I doubt they would do that, but let's just put it out there. You know, we had talked about this a Probably week or two ago. Fine. It would do really well. It would do really well because it's an established brand, and when it was up there, it was holding Bleach when it first came on really fucking well. There's nothing Even to say. It was like really seriously reruns at that point. Yeah, now and th- and at this point, it's you only can see it here, or on the DVDs. So, I mean, why? That's that's another. You know, I guess that's another question too. Why not move something up like ship it in? You know, because yeah, I mean, Maybe. it just. <laughs> It just I makes didn't sense think that they would do that, but you know, right now shipping is back to one thirty. So who the hell knows what could happen? But I, to to all those people that are, are are saying we want these old shows, I seriously question if that is a good thing to listen to because Outlaw Star came back. They promoted it. They've been airing it. Reruns of Bebop occasionally beat it, and the viewer drop off from Naruto to Outlaw Star is staggering. I don't, I don't understand. If so many people wanted Outlaw Star back, where are they now? But but Sketch is not higher in the block. I uh, yeah, I guess so. So <laughs> if they did the same thing with Gundam Wing with Yu Yu Hakusho, would the results be any better? Maybe. Would well, wait Probably a minute. Not. Would we? But would we? Uh, wouldn't we consider kind of Gundam Wing, maybe, in the same category as Dragon Ball Z in them? Because that that show, I would say, I don't think it would be as big oh, as it. Definitely but I think would be pretty. Decent. They wouldn't. Put, it would do. It would do really put decent. Gundam Wing early in the block. They would not do that. Oh no 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 no! I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect them to put it early in the you block. You mean like but, two a.m. two thirty kind of thing? I get you. Yeah, I mean, would you would you would you see that doing like? Because I, I, you know, we I talk know. about we Maybe. talk about this nostalgia. You know, if you're talking nostalgia, you're talking about let, let's put it this way: you're talking about uh, Gundam Wing. That's part of the conversation. Paul, you're, you're Paul, talking honestly, about that too. I, I don't. I think it'd just be the same. You could replace Outlaw Star with Gundam Wing. You could replace a Bebop and Ghost in the Shell with Yu Yu Hakusho. I think it would just be exactly the same of what it is right now. It could be. 
I mean, so I don't it think might it's a do a, a little bit better than those things, but probably not enough to justify buying it, whereas Bebop and Ghost in the Shell don't cost anything there. Maybe Big O, if they got both for that. I know that got a lot they of got attention. the first season of Big O, then... Yeah. Maybe. I would I would I, I would I put that would do better than Outlaw Star. Well, you know, the, you know? but but here's the problem. Like the last time that we that we said something about Big O, I've never seen an explosion of people sit there and go, yeah, "Oh yeah, no, I want that back on." Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, "Where were you people?" Like <laughs> Jesus the, Christ. <laughs> but the thing you know, is, we we've gotten to the point where we're stuck where we are and it's going to like the the fall from that grace is going to hurt like hell. And hopefully they're able to pick up the pieces. I think they will because we now know an ending point. Like, if there's no surprises, they have the time to plan. So that could be easy. Maybe another show that that becomes long-running can become a monster hit. I doubt it. But, you know, I'll throw that out at, like, 20%. You know what I mean? Of of, it happening. It just depends if Toonami can then get said show because... I think a lot of people knew how big My Hero Academia was going to be, and it's not that I don't think Toonami wasn't interested. They might have said, mm, we'll see how it goes, but I think Funimation knew what they were going with, and so they were going to the highest bidder, which doesn't always mean that Toonami is going to be no. the highest bidder. What, right. I, what I mean, what I ultimately hope, and it's something that I, that I could see happening, but I, I, you know, it depends on Adult Swim, and it seems like they're willing to take the chances that they are, you know. Again, I, I always, I have always been talking about original content, original content. You know, I would like for them to do something. Not so much IGPX, but you know, something that people will want to tune in for week after week. And after I week. asked Sketch about this. You want to know what their original projects are so far? Is Samurai Jack, which has a huge fan base, huge nostalgia, and Fully Cool, oh, yeah. same thing. So it's like, yeah, I want them to try to do original content. Well, but if it doesn't have that kind of cult following, is it really going to be as successful as we might think of it? Just right. because of what our starting point was. But here, here's another point that I need to be that I need to make too. One of the people that was involved with Samurai Jack, Gendy, is hopefully going to be available now. Now that Hotel Transylvania Three will be out. <laughs> In the summertime, and if he's which, not, I, I, can't I, just assume that's I'm not assuming, game. but I, I'm I'm okay. kind of okay. hoping I'm hoping that well, first of all, yes, we we will probably see if he if it can be made, probably Symbiotic Titan, but even farther down the line, I would love to see them partner and do something original that we've never seen before. That's what my that's what the ultimate goal in my mind is to see Adult Swim do. Will they will that happen? I don't. So know. then, basically, we're just relying on Gendy. And the cult following of that, which I'm again not saying is so much an established band. I'm not saying so much Gendy because I'm also, if you would allow me to say this, uh, there's also something's going on between Toonami and um, Titmouse. Because when we asked him about it, when we asked, uh, what's his name there, about it at New York Comic Con, he, really he really couldn't say anything about it. So something's going on there too, and you're and remember these are and yes I get it okay Megas XLR we'll go back to that but you know you're talking about a, a, a people that used to work on a show that is very popular that could be working on a show for Toonami again this is just semantics and I'm just throwing this out there but you know there are possibilities coming down the line 
I'm just saying that I'm hoping that Toonami will tap into some stuff that aren't established brands, and hopefully they will do well. Are they relying on Dragon Ball Super? Yes. They're always going to be relying on that. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Um, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean... Yeah. I just know, hope the original programming doesn't... Like, if it doesn't do what they thought they could do because of established brands like Jack and Cooley Cooley, that ends up ultimately saying, you know what, we can't do this anymore. Well, I think Fully Cooley was one of those things where everybody kind of, kind of scratched their heads and went, I mean, okay, but... It wasn't necessary. so No, but it is established. I mean, we can't argue that. No, no, and, and I agree. the lines for the stuff at it. Anyway, I, 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 honestly, I honestly agree that, as much as I don't want to say this, that if Adult Swim and Toonami didn't do something fully coolly, I guarantee you, since it went back to Production IG and Netflix now has a partnership with them, they would have fucking taken that up in two seconds and done it themselves. So, yeah, you know, I'm glad that they're getting possible. it too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am happy yeah. that Fooly Cooly is coming in. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to do really well for Toonami. I mean, I did see the lines, CJ. So, yes, I agree with you. I, and honestly, that's what Toonami has to do. They have to get the things that are popular. If they do not get the things that, they're, that are not popular, they're not going to have a block, period. So, yes, obviously no, they have I to know, get that stuff. No, that's what sucks. You know, like, me and Sketch talk about it all the time. Like, my Could It Air stuff. Like, all the shows that we talk about would be so cool to see on Tsunami. Flip Flappers, Blood Blockade Battlefront, uh, Twin Star Exorcist. You know, just stuff that isn't known. But right, but it's that's... Gonna do, it's going to do stuff that's, like, even lower than Black Clover, which is really well-known in its own right. But that's the problem, is a lot of this stuff is out of Tsunami's hands. It's nothing that they can do. Have they tried to get it? Absolutely. They've probably tried to get several of these shows that we've mentioned over the years. The problem is... I'm not entirely sure about that. Well, I'm not saying every single show, but... I'm, well, certainly not every single show. I, 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 would, I, I would favor a guess, Sketch, that they've tried for at least 80% of the shows that people have requested. That people have requested. And we're right. talking about the heavily requested ones. The ones yeah. that people only on a like the the ones that are less requested, they probably don't even look at. No, nope. there's got to be hundreds of shows that are not even on their radar, and that's unfortunate. But it's not like they have time to check out all the shows out there. They obviously have many other responsibilities, right? And going along with working towards producing original content takes away from the time that they previously well, had to be able to look at more shows so they're even let's... more reliant on long-running series even more reliant on shows being thrown at them and even yeah. more reliant on I mean... what people ask them to play and when i say people the people that ask them to play i mean like the really heavily requested shows and if they can't get those really heavily requested shows they're kind of like Huh, what do we do? Well, let's let's be honest Pretty here. Much. I mean, let's let's be honest here. Bandai left the United States, so that made it a lot harder for them to even go to them, and they had to go overseas. They can go to Funimation. They can go to Viz. I mean, but the problem is, is the problem is, is Viz 
only has a select amount of shows. They're not fun. I know. I'm not. I'm just saying they. They're not fun. Really trust me. To, uh, trust me. On Sentai's door a little bit more. Well, it, it, well, trust me. Viz Viz has no problem going to Tsunami and being like, "Here's yeah, a show. No, 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 play that's that." What I'm saying. So yeah. I mean, Funimation Funimation's deal now is, and that this is what I think is going on with My Hero Academia. I think the reason why it's not being shown anywhere other than that or uh the it's the partnership movie. yeah the partnership that they have with Crunchyroll i mean it's it's because you know they want that show up front and center on Funimation now because it's doing the most you know and i get that i understand that but not everybody wants to pay for the Funimation now service i, I hate to say that but it's a it's a fact if people are going to go buy that service, they're not going to go buy that. They're going to go buy VRV, which has Crunchyroll, Funimation, and everything else, you know. And you know, is and they're it, more likely and, to and, get Hulu. I mean, that's or not just even Crunchyroll. I mean, but that, or that's Netflix. But but then but then we're going to get into the whole you know people watch illegal more than they watch anything else. So I mean, uh, that too. I mean, that's I mean, we haven't true. really. I mean, we haven't brought that up. Let's let's bring that up in two seconds here. There's no need for that. No, no, no. That that, that goes away from the topic at hand. It's honestly a non-factor. Uh, it's that's not, not, a non-factor. not even... Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Wait a minute. Stop. Stop. Wait a minute. No, no. We don't need to talk about piracy. No, I'm not going to talk about piracy. We've talked enough about it. Time. But... Honestly, we've been at this for 90 minutes. It's time to come to a close. I just I'm gonna say one more thing. So what I'm trying to say though is is that's 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 a problem with not just tsunami but everywhere. Okay, people, let's face it, don't want to pay for shit, and they want to just go get it whenever. Yeah, that's why that's cable ratings are so low. So you also got to take that into consideration too. It's unfortunate. It sucks, but it is it is a problem. So, I mean, look at Jose's Twitter feed the other day. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that, but he put up like he was talking to a friend. The guy's like, "Oh, I'll just go to this illegal site and watch it from there." And Jose's like, "Uh, no, you hurt people when you do that." He's like, "Ah, eh, whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, but one of those people is me." <laughs> so you want to say what I'm saying? Was probably still like, eh. "Yeah." <laughs> so I mean, you, you, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems out there for tsunami. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I, I'm just, I'm just really interested to see what this new show is that's coming up. But yes, we are. It is 9:30 on the East Coast. Won't here, do so. as big as Dragon Ball. No, no, no. Say no, no. But nothing will ever do is. That's as like saying say. it won't be as big as Family Guy. That's okay. It yeah. doesn't have to be. Exactly. <laughs> Once it's gone, I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> Nobody does it better. Let me just put it. I'm just going to end it with this. Nobody does it better than Toonami. Period. So. That's all that needs to be said. Uh... And by the way, if I need to give proof about that, let me just go contact a couple of voice actors and actresses that have said that. And they would probably say it to everybody, too. (laughs) Let let me quote a, a voice actor from New York Comic Con. You know. Tsunami's promos are so much better than Funimation's. And by the way, this is somebody that does voice acting for Funimation. That's why I'm not mentioning he or she's name. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> so there's a difference between production and programming. Uh-huh. Yes. So that's 
But anyways, so uh, <sighs> speaking of speaking of interviews, the Brian Drummond interview is currently out right now. That is available on SoundCloud.com slash Podcast, as well as iTunes and Stitcher and all those apps that you listen to the podcast on. So if you haven't heard that, please go watch, go listen to it now. Um, also, we have another interview that is currently already done. It is already up on the Tsunami Faithful Pass right now, uh, which is on Patreon.com slash Podcast. It is $5 a month. You get the per, you get every interview before it gets put out publicly, and you know you get to listen to other things as well, like bloopers from that interview. I guess I did take a blooper sketch and CJ from there, if you remember. Oh boy! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I took a blooper from that and put that in the put that in the past. Uh, and also, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll play it for you. I'll play it for you when we get off. If here. Um, this was friendly before then. <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then also a new podcast called Paul and Durrell show. And you'll want, you'll understand why it's not called the Durrell and Paul show. When you hear the first episode, <laughs> it, Oh, this should be interesting. Oh yes. So all of that, nothing of this, but I will definitely listen to it. <laughs> all of that is up there and a certain, I'll let Sketch talk about it because he did it. So there's another interview oh, that will yes. be up there soon. I had the esteemed pleasure of finally getting a chance to interview the legend Colleen Clinkenbeard. It's kind of a short interview, but it is meaty and good, and I hope you all enjoy it when it comes out in March. Yes. So the 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 interview, the other interview dealt with. Uh, Dallas Reed will be up sometime probably towards the end of February. And then Colleen's interview will be up in March. I am currently in talking to other voice actors and actresses at the moment. So there will be more that will go up there. And I'll as soon honest, as it's nice to talk with voice actors, but I wouldn't mind industry people too. No, I mean, we, we've been doing that too. Like there's, um, I kind of think I can. That's talk a great thing about, about Colleen. Like she, she wears a lot of hats at Funimation. Right. So it's it's kind of the same to thing about that kind of thing. It's kind of the same thing with like Mike McFarlane. Like that's somebody that I want to get back on because he's done Attack on Titan. Um, he's done some other shows too, where he's been the ADR director, and I'd like to talk to him about that more than just. I know a little action. show called One Piece. There you go. <laughs> so <laughs> no one's ever heard of it. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's ever heard of that, no, no, so. No. So, if you guys could, I mean, patreon.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast, uh, get the Tsunami Faithful Pass, we're going to be putting some other stuff up there, as well as Tsunami Faithful Vlogs, if CJ feels like he wants to get on camera and bitch about something, he can do that, if Sketch wants Wait, to do what? the same Why thing. Why am I getting on camera? <laughs> I guess not, never mind. I'm just saying, if you want to do a vlog, you're more than welcome to. No one wants to see my face maybe they do did you ever think about that maybe they do i i highly doubt that maybe they want to see I sketches face. About everything. go or i'm gonna be late for my zinger z what okay my zinger z what the hell is that my zinger z an anime movie giant robots one time showing oh whatever <laughs> 
Alright, so where can well, we right, find you? Ticket. Where can I find you, Caboose, on Twitter? Find me on, uh, Boost Jr. CJ, where can they find you, sir? Playing Overwatch. <laughs> That's not what I asked you. But not inaccurate. I, no one wants to find me on Twitter. Yeah, they who do. Wants to, who wants to find my tweets? They already know where I'm at. You have a CJ Mafras spelled S-E-A-J-A-Y Mafras. Sketch really wants to get out of here. Time. Sketch really wants to get out of here. So, Sketch, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And uh, as usual, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. And again, please, guys, if uh, you ever want to email us, it's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. And if you, again, we do have a Patreon. If you could support it, it's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Uh, thank you guys for sticking through, through this long episode live of the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. And again, for those that haven't listened to this, tell your friends it'll be up probably by Wednesday, if not sooner. So that's it for this week's podcast. Peace. We're out.